Hello, welcome back to the Put Yourself First podcast. I am recording this very quick intro for you. If you are watching the video of the podcast or if you're listening to the audio, this is a recorded Instagram live training I did a couple of weeks ago that was too juicy not to put on the podcast. So it is there forever for you to watch. So obviously if you're watching the video, you're going to notice it's an Instagram sized format and if you are listening or watching the video I mentioned the Put Yourself First Sisterhood the membership the doors are now closed but you can get on the wait list if you click the link in the show notes the doors will open again in September October time I'm not entirely concrete on dates yet but if you hear me mention that the doors are now closed However, if you do want to work together this summer, the best avenue for you, what is open and available right now is one-to-one coaching. So as always, all the links you need are in the show notes or the YouTube description if you're watching on there and enjoy this incredible training on the exact steps I took to recover from burnout and prevent burnout again in the future. The real tea like the real juice on what I did so enjoy it is Benji approved he is here with me right now we're about to head out for our walk and I will love hearing from you on Instagram via DM if you're tuning into the podcast this week let me know your biggest takeaway if it's been helpful for you I wanted to talk to you about burnout recovery today and really give you the exact steps that I have taken in the past, I would say particularly 12 months, to completely get off this cycle of burnout that so many of us end up being on. And today I'm going to give you the lowdown on like the juiciest things that I did (laughs) to really honestly truly help so what I would say is if you are struggling with burnout or if you think you may be on the road to burnout if you are for example struggling with feeling like you're you're looking at your calendar on a Monday and feeling completely overwhelmed by what you've got coming up if you find yourself saying yes to things when you actually want to say no you know when you're struggling to you're putting so much on your plate because your default knee-jerk response is yes yes i'll do that yes i can come to that yes 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 if you are finding that you are feeling tired but the the feeling tired is more than just a one-off where you've had a bad night's sleep or you know your kid had you up early or like you've had a week of overtime or night shifts or whatever there's not something short term that would justify you feeling tired you go to sleep and then you recover if you're finding that you are almost constantly feeling quite tired and exhausted 
then you could well be either on the road to or like experiencing burnout and for me how burnout showed up was struggling to almost I guess like depressive symptoms in a way struggling to feel enthusiastic about the things that normally I'm really passionate about and actually starting to feel resentful you know feeling resentful towards the things that I had on my plate feeling resentful about like the amount of social things that I had in the calendar or the um, the work that I had scheduled for myself if you're finding yourself feeling one or more of the above things I've just mentioned then I want to help you today I really hope that you can take away some actionable steps to move forward to make some concrete changes and feel the physical tangible benefit of that in your life before we dive in I do want to let you know a couple things number one the sisterhood doors are closing for new members on monday night so monday the 3rd of july and let me tell you if you struggle to put yourself first if you might be struggling with burnout or overworking or over committing to things or not making enough time for your self-care your well-being you belong inside of this membership because it's going to give you so much tangible, actionable and supportive advice to help you begin to put yourself first and to prioritise yourself and your goals because there are unfortunately so many women within my community, I'm sure women you know as well, that don't do that and that put other people's needs above their own still, you know. So the doors close on Monday night and July also marks the beginning of our eight week summer challenge. And one of the aspects of the summer challenge that you can choose is calm and relaxed. So you basically have three challenge journeys that you can take. Number one is calm and relaxed. Number two is aligned and abundant. Number three is confident and sassy. So there's one for relaxation, there's one for manifestation, and there's one for confidence and self-belief. So depending on how you want to feel by the end of summer, there's going to be something to support you with that. And the challenge begins, week one officially begins on Monday. So if you're resonating with what I'm sharing today, it's a really good time for you to for you to join us for the summer. Even if it's just for these eight weeks to just feel like you can reset, get some healthy habits in place, all that good stuff. Because the beauty of the sisterhood, it's cancel any time, you're not tied in. So you could join us just for the summer and feel amazing by the end of August. And with that said, let's dive in to the five things I have here that helped me get off the burnout cycle and recover from burnout for good so that 
now at this point, I recognise when I'm over overdoing it. I recognise when my cup is emptying, you know, my tank of energy is getting lower. And now I can instantly spot it. I correct it, I reset, and then I'm back to 100%. I'm no longer almost like operating at zero. You know, like you would, <laughs> some people, I could not be this person because I would be way too anxious. If you are driving and your car is on empty and the gas tank, the petrol, the petrol sign is pinging at you, there's only so long you can do that for. And you know that with your car, you know when you're driving on empty, you're like, I'm pushing it a little bit, but I'm just gonna push it for this journey. But I know eventually I'm gonna have to stop and get some petrol. You are the same. And so if you're constantly running on empty and not refilling your tank, you're gonna run into problems with burnout. And I'd much rather you see that as a warning sign from your body. Notice some of the things I've just mentioned before, where you're like, yeah, actually, I do feel overwhelmed most of the time. Or I do wish that I could, you know, some of my clients will say, it's almost like they feel like they need this extreme reset where they're like, I just wish I could go and live on an island by myself for a month. And so if you're feeling like that, if you're feeling like you need to escape from your life for a month to fully reset, then we need to do something about that. With that said, let's dive into step number one that I did. And like I said, these are the exact things that I did to, to recover from burnout. Number one is... I removed the shit in my life that was burning me out, that was toxic, that was draining. And I've wrote here, declutter your life. And <laughs> this is going to be hard for some people to hear because you might be watching this and thinking, Kat, my job is burning me out. Like, what do you want me to do? Go and quit my job? What I'm going to say is you've got to do what is within your power and what's within your control but chances are if you're someone who struggles with burnout overworking or over committing there's very likely multiple things that are going on right now that are leading you to feel burnout and it might be certain dynamics that are playing out within your workplace it might be some sort of toxic, like people pleasing, codependency vibe you've got going on with a colleague at work or with your boss or with a mentor or some, you know, with a client even where you're constantly overgiving and overworking and burning yourself out to maintain that relationship or please that person or avoid something there are going to be things within that environment that are within your control 
to shift even if and let's face it even if for some people that is i've got to go like i've got to leave i've got to you know end this end this friendship or i've got to leave this job i've got to find a different job because at the end of the day and this might be an extreme opinion but i believe that no one thing is worth your well-being no job is worth your mental health or you know burnout no relationship in your life is worth you sacrificing everything and having zero left no no one thing in life is worth that if something is caught is is causing you such stress and overwhelm that it's got to the point where you simply cannot function and you know when you struggle with burnout you like i said you're running on empty it's like driving the car when the petrol tank is beeping it's empty it's empty it's empty you need to stop it's not worth it you know and that's gonna involve some hard decisions um, some hard conversations or a complete change in the dynamics that are playing out where it's there's going to be a process of taking back power at your job you know taking back setting some new boundaries like shifting a dynamic that you might have with a family member or with a friend so that you can remove and cut some of those ties that you have with that person of over committing to things or doing more than you need to for them. There was a few situations that I had had got involved in in the last few years where I I was maintaining a relationship that simply not a romantic relationship me and Adam are great I was maintaining a relationship with someone where it was not working out and it was causing me more overwhelm more stress than it was giving me the energy exchange was off and there's only so much you can do that and that could be a friend it could be a family member it could be a boss it could be a colleague it could be an employee it could be um, a client even whatever it might be you know there was a few things for me where I had to go this is not worth my mental health my peace my energy I've got to cut ties here I've got to make a change here and the best thing you can do for yourself, the biggest gift you can give to yourself with burnout is think about what is actually causing the burnout in the first place. Because no matter how many times you go for a beautiful massage or a spa weekend or a holiday, that's a reset and it's an escape and that's amazing and we all want and need that that isn't going to fix the root cause of the burnout if you don't do that as well especially 
if what I find you're stuck in a cycle of it where you are over committing or over giving you're experiencing burnout and then you're needing this like yeah it will I'll keep it so so you can come back and watch it later I hope you're well by the way you're experiencing burnout and you're needing this hard reset where like I said like you're fantasizing like my client has about taking off for a month and like seeing no one and doing nothing it's because you feel like the only way it's like an all or nothing thing and then you go and do nothing and you you know you like dragging yourself to the airport to go on your summer holiday once a year because your job is so fucking draining and then you're like oh right i'm reset and then the cycle continues again and if you're stuck in a cycle of burnout something is causing the burnout in the first place and that's the thing that needs to change and whether that's changing how that operates changing how it works you know changing how you operate within that area of your life setting new boundaries you know um shifting expectations etc hard conversations whatever it might be or it's cutting ties with that thing and there's some potentially hard decisions there but like i said that for me was the number one thing and let me tell you you will fucking know your body is constantly speaking to you and there were decisions i made especially in my business last year where i made a decision to end a working relationship and there were a few different things and my body instantly felt lighter instantly felt like i could breathe like i could exhale and you'll know you'll know what it is because you'll know that the feeling of it changing is going to feel like thank god for that thank god i'm glad you can i'm glad you can resonate harry and really hope this is going to be helpful for you so that's the first thing the second thing and that's this is part of that is you've got to take radical responsibility for yourself you've got to there's no other option and this isn't denying the very real aspects of external things that are influencing your burnout there are obviously going to be external factors influencing your burnout for example i need to go to work cat because i need to work full time because i have kids or i you know i need to pay my mortgage so i can't just quit this job there are very real circumstances at play what i'm talking about here is what is within your control and what decisions have you made to enable that burnout cycle to continue oh some people don't want to hear this <laughs> i can just feel i feel the resistance because i feel like i've been i feel you because i've fucking been there so many times where you're like damn 
damn it, it's me. <laughs> I'm the problem, it's me. It's like the Taylor Swift song <laughs> where you have likely made, and I say this with love, like I say, because I've been there, you have likely made certain decisions or tolerated certain things or allowed certain things or maintained a certain you know and enabled something to maintain that cycle you know to feed that cycle whether it be something as small as you know using how you see like you might be like oh I, I just I'm such a generous person and I love giving to others and so it could be these small little things where you're like oh yeah I'll say yes to that oh I'll say yes to that oh I'll try that oh I can do that you'll say yes to these small little things but those small little things add up and a question I asked a client recently with this is who who made that decision you know who who said yes to taking on that extra project even when she was knackered who agreed to always be the one to do everything in everything under the sun for that particular person that particular family or friend who is the one who is continuing to do that and she's like fuck fuck it's me it's me I'm the one continuing to do that and it's okay and it's I need you to know that if that feels like I'm calling you out I love you you deserve to change this and part of change is looking at what is within our control because that awareness is you taking back your power because if i'm the one you know let's use one of the one of the examples that i've had in the past is not you know ignoring red flags in a dynamic and not speaking up the second I see something you know not setting a boundary initially and kind of letting things slide so that's a behavior that I had to take radical self-responsibility for I had to look in the mirror and say Kat who did that you know who heard that person say that or do that or think this and did nothing <laughs> just tolerated that just allowed that to happen it was me it was me and the reason this point is so important is when we understand that the ways the behaviours, the patterns that we can fall into to enable burnout, to enable our own fucking suffering, let's face it, 
we know what we can shift and we know where the work can begin. We can't do that if we externalise the burnout. So I'm burnt out because of, because I have like a massive family or I'm burnt out because of my job. I'm burnt out because of X, Y, Z. Like I said, there are external factors at play that are, it is what it is. Like I said, you know, it is what it is that there are mouths to feed or it is what it is that there are, you know, babies, kids, family members to care for or to look after or to, you know, that require responsibility on your part. But there's also the responsibility you can take for yourself. And for me, instead of instead of outsourcing, expecting someone else to basically expecting someone to behave in a certain way or expecting someone to go above and beyond in a way that like they weren't doing, just basically hoping and hoping and praying that they would, right? hoping and praying or explaining away oh like you know it's okay I can do it I can sort it I can xyz just and just letting it slide I need to take responsibility for that because I've been I've played a part in that in my own burnout in my own exhaustion in my own people pleasing in my own overworking etc etc so to recap those two so far, the first thing I did was remove the things that were causing the burnout in the first place, getting to the root causes of it. This or you know, removing it or changing it, right? So if you can't fully remove it, like you can't, for example, quit your job, are there ways in which you can shift and change the dynamics within your job to set boundaries or to, you know, shift your relationship with someone in order to begin chipping away at the root cause of the burnout? That's number one that I did. The second thing is taking radical responsibility for how I was enabling my own burnout and the patterns of people pleasing or of poor boundaries or like as sad as it is like just having rose tinted glasses on and thinking that everything's fine and everyone's great and everyone's so respectful of your time and energy and I think this is the balance isn't it of personal development between that masculine and feminine energy where I can be especially in a context of work or a relation like a relationship with someone and I know some people will resonate with this with say a friend who you might struggle with you know you're burning out because your friends are really draining or there are certain family members who who take a lot from you as when we're when we're very emotional and we have that emotional connection we can we can come up against expecting the absolute best from everyone 
and you know having that rose having those rose tinted glasses on when we also need that more masculine directive energy to understand and notice like when when we do need to be assertive and when we do need to set a boundary or we do need to advocate for ourselves and say wait wait whoa 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 like this isn't right here you know this isn't working for me this is too much this isn't gonna work out like this isn't what I need in this dynamic and so I'm gonna step away from this or I'm gonna say no or I'm gonna have a conversation about that we need that balance and so as difficult as it is to take that responsibility it's what's needed because again I'm not giving you fluffy like oh go for a spa day as to you know to recover from your burnout because that escape as gorgeous as it is and as much as you fucking need and deserve it if you're going through this right now is just like putting a plaster on a gaping wound we're not getting that ongoing lasting change the third thing that i did to recover from burnout and break the burnout cycle is i was my own loving parent when it came to self-care boundaries recovery all of the tangible practical day-to-day things that i needed to do and part of that for me was two-pronged number one how am i using numbing and coping behaviors to think that i'm resting and think that i'm recovering when i'm actually just numbing and momentarily getting a, a sense of escape from the exhaustion or from the burnout or from the hecticness from the stress how am i taking the stress and overwhelm and just numbing it for a moment rather than actually giving my body my mind the the true deep self-care rest well-being that it needs to ultimately recover so numbing and coping behaviors and i'll get onto this in a sec i needed to look at those and then i needed to think about what do i actually need instead like how do i want to do things differently what do i need in place to sustainably feel my best so and the reason i use um the reason i say being my own parent is for me self-care and and boundaries and all of that feels very much like being a firm and loving parent to myself because a firm and loving parent wants the absolute best for their child they they love and support them they want them to thrive they you know they understand that they need they need healthy habits they need you know if you take a toddler needs a nap schedule right needs um time outside needs healthy snacks throughout the day to allow them to thrive the parent is creating that stable 
and consistent environment for that child to thrive. They are also, at the same time, not enabling behaviours that are not going to support the child as well. That's not to say that, you know, you need, it's need, it's super strict and like, it's not, it's all or nothing and it's like really, uh, this really strict regime. But is a parent, for example, going to enable a behaviour where the child only eats Skittles for food, <laughs> as a food source? Like, and I'm, I'm laughing because I'm sure there are parents out there who have had to deal with that. I know my mum and dad dealt so, so much with my brother being so fussy. They said that there was like two weeks once where he was, he would only eat baked beans apparently. And I mean, good job it was baked beans because at least there's some nutrients in like, the, <laughs> there's some nutritional stuff in there. But you know, parents, when they're dealing with those things, they're, they're not just enabling those behaviours. They're also setting up boundaries and really encouraging the child to do the things that they know are going to make them feel their best. And we kind of need to do that for ourselves as adults because you get to do whatever the hell you want when you're an adult, which means that if life feels too much or feels exhausting or feels overwhelming during burnout, so many people resort to a numbing or a coping behaviour to put a plaster over that big wound instead of fully allowing themselves to, to heal and recover from it using other things, you know, healthier habits that are going to serve them more. And so with with burnout especially because what's happening when you're burnt out is you're existing in survival mode so you're existing with this nervous system response that fight or flight response that is basically your body saying i feel like i'm in danger i'm constantly looking out for danger and when you're constantly living in a state of perpetual stress and overwhelm, your body is, is never truly having that reset where naturally you should be able to come back down from that response. In, you know, the, the, the cliche example now is when you were out hunting and you were being chased by a predator the fight or flight response kicks in you can run away but then your body and your environment you, you know let's say you've run to a hiding place you have that moment where the adrenaline the cortisol all of that stuff that's like flooded your body is cycling through and your body is coming back down to that to that central place of rest but if your nine to five is causing you to burn out or if the family member that you are always you know is taking 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 from you or the toxic relationship you're in or the friendship or whatever it is if that is the if those are the things that are burning you out 
you are like this <laughs> all week and you're never getting quite down to that point where you are grounded and recovered and from there you know you can thrive your body is in that cycle of constant I'm triggered with stress I'm triggered with stress I'm triggered with stress and the reason that's really important for the numbing and, and coping behaviors is those things and I'll use some examples those things are not supportive for your nervous system and body they're just not they're generally things that are actually <laughs> exacerbating that feeling for example drinking you know need like getting to a friday and need like feeling like you need a glass of wine to wind down after work because you're so stressed during the week you're using that behavior to to give you the external sort the external numbing behavior gives you this feeling of like right i can finally relax but we know that most of the things we use that with we we use to do that are things that aren't fully allowing that deep um long lasting rest and recovery because that let's say that wine is you know and this isn't me saying like like i said with the parent thing a parent is never like no sweets ever but a parent is isn't like you know sweets for every meal or sweets every single day or whatever they're like you know a little treat here and there but also all of this stuff the veg the you know the exercise the whatever that is crowding out and balancing the the treats but if you're not looking after yourself so you've not got those stable foundations of self-care and well-being and then on top of that you're using numbing behaviors your nervous system is like fighting fighting for its friggin life like fighting to recover it could be a glass of wine it could be needing to and i feel like the you know the people in my age bracket certainly like there's a huge epidemic especially in the uk with like i'm gonna say i'm gonna call it out like party drugs you know needing to go and have this massive blowout on a payday weekend or whatever because it's that escape right it's like waiting for the holiday waiting for the summer holiday once a year it's a version of that where it's like massive blowout and escape it's um getting you know getting into credit card debt from gambling or from you know overspending shopping loads there are so many things that can become a numbing or coping behavior when you are struggling with burnout and i always feel like for me when the line goes past it's something it's a treat you know and it's something that's a one-off or it's something that <coughs> feels like a conscious choice for me it's the feeling of 
reliability like relying on it or needing it to feel a certain way because you can't access that feeling without it so needing feeling like you need a big blowout of the weekend or you really like are craving that bottle of wine so that you can feel relaxed because without that you would struggle to get there by yourself that's the big difference for me and for me and i've been open about this in the past my numbing behavior was comfort eating was like i don't want to use the term binging because i don't have binge eating disorder and i know that's a very serious thing but comfort eating and overeating as an unconscious tool to to de-stress and to feel some form of fucking pleasure in my day (laughs) because when you're dealing with a stressful situation in your business or when you're burnt out or when you're not looking after yourself it's easier to flatline and numb with a numbing behavior like a glass of wine you know shopping some you know part you partying at the club with your friends at the weekend whatever it is it's easier to do that than it is to address the things that i shared before of like what has what has actually led to this and then what are the things that might feel harder to do in the moment but are actually going to help me recover in a deeper and more sustainable way and i say this because i know if you are struggling with burnout probably the last thing you want to do on a friday night is like go for a walk or do some journaling and journal on what you're stressed about or do a breathwork class or do some EFT or any number of things that are really gonna deeply support you to recover but it reminds me of this thing that I say and I've you've probably heard it before from other people too choose choose your heart like choose your hard because it feels hard on a friday night when you're in the thick of burnout to not just have a bottle of wine and try to forget about it but to go to a coaching session or do a breathwork class or go to yoga or do something that's going to really deeply nourish and nurture you and allow your nervous system to be recovering it feels hard to do that but it's also really fucking hard to be living on the edge of burnout constantly and feel like you're trapped in that cycle and so if both things are hard you've just got to choose which version of hard you want to do because i would rather choose the thing that might feel hard in the moment but is going to feel a lot more easeful later on when I'm no longer suffering with burnout than choose the easy option of numbing out when later on it's going to feel even harder to continue being in that cycle. 
and like I said this is not a black and white thing where it's like if you're burnt out you've got to be this you know <laughs> like high and mighty yogi who just drinks green juice and eats salads and goes to yoga every day and never touches a drop of alcohol or drugs or like whatever you enjoy doing in your spare time no we're not talking about that at all I'm talking about temporarily even if it's say a month or three months can you remove some of the things that you know aren't the best for you and up like amplify up 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 the things that are the things that are going to really truly nourish and nurture you so the exact things i've done to recover from burnout remove the things that were causing the burnout had the difficult conversations made the difficult decisions second thing was then take lessons and responsibility for my part in enabling my own burnout and enabling those those cycles and those behaviors third thing was to be my own loving parent when it came to self-care removing the numbing and coping behaviors that i was relying on for me it was comfort eating for you it might be something else and upping and increasing the healthy habits that have actually helped me fully recover and long-term sustainably help you and just to give you some examples just in case someone's wondering how that looked for me the gym i especially since i would say 2023 is the most consistent i've been with the gym since like lockdown when everyone was at home and had all the time in the world and was just working out every day so from january i've i've been to the gym like three to four times a week that's been an amazing thing little things throughout the day where if i'm if i have a busier schedule i'll adjust my morning routine or i'll adjust my weekend i won't pack my weekends with plans i'll make sure i have weekends free i have like stripped back the way that i work in my business so I'm focusing on the things that are actually moving me forward and not just packing my schedule with tons of things. Those are a few examples that have worked for me, as well as, like, I would say reducing alcohol, definitely, especially whilst I was really recovering from burnout, and booking regular sessions with my own coaches and healers. You know, at least once a month having something in where I am receiving I am being nurtured I am having space held for me I am able to process whatever's coming up those things for me have been the most sustainable shifts I've made that have really helped the fourth thing and there are two things left the fourth thing is design your new way of life which is really fun when you think about it and i'll keep this one short and sweet design your new way of life like i just gave some examples there where i'm like right what hasn't been working for me in my business what overwhelms me when it comes to social stuff 
having a packed schedule or like having something on every weekend once you recognize the things that you're doing the things that are happening that aren't working for you and you're taking the steps to change that design what success looks like for you design what productivity is going to look like for you now redefine your own version of successful productive etc etc because if you want to make lasting change in your life the way to do that is to be intentional about what that even means for you like if the way you've been running your business or the way you've been operating in your um family you know as the person who's always doing everything for everyone or whatever it might be if that hasn't been working what does the vision look like then for something different is there a vision of calling in people who have that more balanced exchange with you and are you know pouring into you as you're pouring into them what does that look like if burnout has come from work what does your career look like on the other side of recovering from burnout what does your work schedule look like what are your boundaries within work what will you no longer tolerate really design and this is such a fun exercise you can do design what that's going to look like for you and what you want that to look like and this goes hand in hand with the very first point if you are making changes because if your burnout has has led you down a path to discover oh shit i need to like change career even you know as an extreme example you get to now look at what could be different and what is going to be different and what that means for you and why it matters so that's a fun exercise and something that I have definitely found helpful in that with say running my business how do I want to run my business what do I stand for and what does that look like practically in how I work in when I work and I think for me especially like and this applies as well if you're for anyone because you are inspiring the people around you you are an example of what it means to put yourself first to do this work to heal to live your best life to manifest your dreams like you are inspiring people around you and especially you know i think women especially do that in a really special way and for me like I had to get excited again about really understanding the really reconnecting with the change that I'm making in the world by the very fact that I do this work like not just as a coach but I'm I'm invested in my personal development my healing manifestation and all of this that does not look like burnout and overworking and overgiving. It just doesn't. And that, 
for me really considering who's watching me, who's looking up to me. And for you, it might be the younger women in your family. Like they are looking up to you and they are watching and seeing how you put yourself first, how you face challenges, how you set boundaries. And that's really powerful to think about when you are consciously designing the life that you want to live for yourself. And the last, last point is ask for help. Ask for help from multiple people. Because if you can shift those causes of the burnout once and for all, you're going to struggle to ever get back to that low point. And that might be what lasting, like what ongoing help do I need at home with my partner or with my family that's going to allow me to thrive? And chances are it's like the most simple of things, like knowing who's cooking dinner what night so that on the nights where you're prioritizing that yoga class you're gonna go maybe it's time to start getting a cleaner maybe it's time to start getting hello fresh maybe it's time to set some you know boundaries with family and be like everyone's gonna be helping out maybe it's time to you know ask for help from a friend or a, another family member where maybe there's something that you you give to them but there's also ways in which they could help you but you never ask them for help but now you can but now you can think about what feels like that equal exchange what feels good there and if you can heal the root causes of that burnout you are going to go so much further than the quick fixes of the week off or the spa day or whatever it might be and that might look like working with a coach you know it might be getting inside the sisterhood it might be getting into my one-to-one -one program it might be any of those things really sustainably long last sustainable long lasting change with burnout is going to come when you are receiving when you're receiving more help especially if you're someone who has struggled along the way to receive anything at all from anyone and you're always giving 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 because even the act of receive asking and receiving help via your partner helping you with something or via working together in coaching that is going to be so healing for you and your burnout in and of itself so i just want to recap here as i know this is a long live i really hope it's been helpful i need to save this as a podcast episode too number one and these are the exact things i did to recover from burnout number one I removed the shit that was burning me out in the first place. I removed it, I decluttered my life. So that's the number one thing you need to do. 
what is actually causing the burnout and how can you change that and if it's outside of your control to fully change that how can you shift the dynamics in which it's playing out number two I took radical responsibility for my own behaviours that were enabling the burnout in the first place. So within those dynamics, how was I enabling a path to be, to be led down that was ultimately causing the burnout to, be, to keep going and keep myself stuck in that cycle? where I was overworking or overgiving or people pleasing or ignoring red flags. So having that awareness of and taking radical self-responsibility for how I was enabling my own burnout, that was step number two, because from there you can make a change. Number three was being my own loving parent, removing the numbing and coping behaviors that I was using with me it was comfort eating for you it might be something else that was flatlining my stress and numbing it and allowing me to just switch off for a minute but not actually giving you that deep rest and rest and restoration and healing that you need with the burnout so removing the numbing behaviors but then upping and adding in the healthy behaviors that you need in order to truly be able to nourish, nurture and reset your nervous system so you're not constantly living in that fight or flight cycle. Next up is designing your new way of life. So as you recover from burnout, what is your life going to look like? What does your new career need to look like? Or how you operate in friendships? or how you will you know look after your you look after extended family members the things that you're changing how is that going to look in the new way of life that you are living intentionally and consciously creating that and the last thing is ask for help ask for help in any way you know you need it ask for help from your partner reach out to a coach, um, ask for help with your health and wellbeing if you need help with that, ask for help from family members, do what you need to do to begin receiving the support that you need because that is not only healing within and of itself, if you are someone who gives, gives, gives and never asks for anything in return, are you overwork? Are you people please? Doing that is healing in and of itself, but it's also going to allow you to create that lasting, sustainable change that you need to avoid and prevent burnout in the future. So I did not expect this training to be a full hour, but here we go. Clearly it needed to be. I really hope this was helpful i think it's one to maybe re-watch to go back through make some notes really consider what your main takeaways are and what you are changing and actioning off the back of this live i would love to hear what those things are what your biggest takeaways are if you want to comment 
on the replay on Instagram or DM me directly if you would prefer to chat privately and just to remind you again I know I shared at the beginning two ways we can work together right now the sisterhood doors close on Monday night and the sisterhood summer challenge starts on the 3rd of July next Monday too so that's an amazing way to get into the community and there's a track in there called calm and relaxed in the summer challenge so you're going to have a weekly ritual to help you feel calm and relaxed amazing if you're struggling with burnout right now so that's number one my membership community which is open for new members until end of day monday the 3rd of july and the second thing is i am taking on new one-to-one clients if you are interested in my high level private one-to-one coaching please reach out via dm or head to the link in my bio to get an application find out more info what's included all of that good stuff this like the one-to-one is for the woman who is like seriously ready to to transform her life um however i know many people aren't quite there yet so there's something for everyone you've got the sisterhood if you are really getting started and wanting to dive into personal development every month with a supportive community and if you are ready to go deep with me to go deep on your healing journey your mindset any and all things that you are struggling with right now including burnout we will be like changing your friggin life in the next three to six months so those are the two ways we can work together right now i'd love to hear from you if you have any questions if you want to let me know this live resonated with you i just i'm always down for a chit chat in the dms so i will speak to you there